It's a White Sox winner tonight on Locked On White Sox, and it's brought to you by our friends at rockauto.com. Hey folks, summer's almost coming to an end, and if you're like me, you're probably thinking of hitting the road one last time before the kids start school, or before maybe you have to go back to work. But before you hit the road, you're going to want to make sure that everything in your car is running tip-top shape. And to do that, you're going to want to get all the parts you need at rockauto.com. Why go to a chain store? Those people will gouge you with prices, sometimes 30, 50, even 100% more than the exact same auto parts that you could find at rockauto.com. You see, chain stores, they have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers like you. But rockauto.com's prices are always the same for everybody and, of course, always reliably low. Rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than charging prices based on what the market will bear sort of like how airlines do rockauto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login that's my favorite part of rockauto.com it's just how easy it is to smoothly navigate find the parts you need and of course no passwords required so if you're forgetful like i am no need to wait on emails confirming your password and you sit there and you forgot why you're even on the site to begin with not on rockauto.com rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years just go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They've got everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck and do this for us, won't you? Right locked on in their How'd You Hear About Us section so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. It's lonely in first place, but it's the only place to be. Let's get it started. White Sox! White Sox! Go! 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 Dynamic duo of Herb Lawrence and Chris Tannehill. Those two are like a tag team, you know? Come with me to Southside of Chicago. Hi, this is Jim Tomey, and the best White Sox talk is on Locked On Sox podcast with Tanny and Herb. Hello, and welcome back to Locked On Sox after the White Sox come back from 4 nothing down to win. Over the Twins, 8-5. to five. Man, oh man, my name is Herb Lawrence. With me, as always, is Chris Tannehill. And Chris, how are you doing tonight? How do you think I'm doing, Herb? The White Sox win. Print the banner. Line up the parade. Michigan Avenue on the Studge Turkle Bridge, Division Street. Let's go. The Chicago White Sox win 8-5 to five tonight, and they move into sole possession of first place in the American League Central. But before we get into it, this episode of Locked on White Sox is brought to you by Indeed. Hey, can the Guinness Book of World Records give 2020 world's greatest delay of game? Even though sports had a break, your business certainly did not. You have to keep moving, and that makes hiring more important than ever, and Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need, you can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. 
Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier, like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the important hire that you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. And right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job posts, which means more quality candidates will see it fast try indeed with a free 75 dollars credit at indeed.com slash locked on mlb this is their best offer available anywhere go right now to indeed.com slash locked on mlb terms and conditions apply offer valid through september 30th all right herbie big big win tonight this this is more of these please i'll, I'll take more of these well, i'll take one tomorrow and one the day after that and all the way through october i don't even know where to begin tonight it just this team it just feels different jason benetti talked about it all pretty much all night during the broadcast like we the Sox got down early and you kind of had that feeling it was like okay here we go brad radke's out there again and here comes nick punto and he gets on on an error and you know they go jose valentine's air mailing <laughs> you know second base and it felt like it was something that we had seen before but no man this team is just different and they responded and i guess we could start with giolito because you know he had a rocky outing early but he settled in and allowed the team a chance to get back in the ball game yeah, that's what a good pitcher does when he doesn't have the control and command that he needs. And he knew, and Steve pointed out early, he's like, he doesn't have what he had in the no-hitter. And to gut it out for five innings, only give up two earned because three errors in that one inning, oh my God, just so horrendous. And he made one himself, um, was a testament to how tough he is and how good of a pitcher he's become. Back in the day, 2018, he would have let that inning just destroy his outing and for the team. He knew he had to give the team some type of length because they have a bunch of games coming up where they don't have a rest like last week. They had two days off. So he gutted through five innings and testament to Ricky to stay with him, not take him out early when he saw a little struggles. And then, you know, the offense just, you know, bailed him out, just made – the smart moves, they were taking a lot of strikes today, which was pissing me off. 3-0 fastballs down the middle, taking them against Dick Mountain. I and saw then, you I saw you try to spike the ball on Twitter, by the way, about your guy Dick Mountain and how the Sox were going to touch his ass up. They didn't even, didn't leave, spot, they didn't even yeah, leave in the game long enough to get touched. <laughs> yeah, they only gave up two runs, and then they got out of that damn inning. Ah, oh, so mad. I was, <laughs> like, we should have touched him up, but the White Sox are undefeated this year versus left-handed starters, so that continues. But, yeah. They didn't score the five runs that I was looking for, but I got the eight runs for the White Sox, and we both got the the uh, margin of victory right. I said eight to five, you said five to two, so our three one victory was right on target. So keep on listening to Locked On Sox as we predict the scores of White Sox game and lottery numbers later on. Well, not only that, but. We talked about Lucas Giolito after the no-hitter. Uh, you know, by the way, thank you to everyone who listened to that. I mean, you know, it, that's a great episode to, to jump on board with and just play over and over again. Uh, we did a great job, I think, of capturing the moment, and I appreciate it, all you guys checking in and making it a very popular, perhaps our most popular episode that we've done. But we mentioned at the end of that episode how, okay, what do aces do? You know, you worry about after the no-hitter, 
coming out flat, and he was a little bit flat. But the difference in this game is he was able to hang around long enough for the Sox to come back in it. And this one was just a wild one, just back and forth and just a crackling game all around. Let's just let's just break this thing down uh, inning by inning here. So in the first inning, each team goes one, two, three. Second inning, Sox get the one-out double from McCann. Then Robert grounds out. Mendick lines out. Can't do anything with it. Get nothing. And then bottom of the second, this is where the trouble started for the Sox, where it started to feel like it was 2003 all over again. You get the leadoff walk to Eddie Rosario, of course. It all starts with the leadoff walk. Miguel Sano hits the hard single out to Adam Engel, who has the ball go under his glove. So you have a normally reliable right fielder who gets to everything and just just misplays it, just has a, has a brain fart, and, and here we go. So luckily for the Sox, though, Rosario wasn't looking at third base coach Tony Diaz. He doesn't score on the play. And you're thinking, you know, I saw your tweet, and you're thinking maybe the Sox, Sox caught a break there. But then, of course, uh, Arias singles, and, man, he can rake, man. Like, you know, if you saw him last year, you know. But, you know, every time he's that guy in the lineup, I, he's like their Nick Punto now, I think. Whenever I see Arias come up, I'm like, oh, great. He's going to give them a competent at bat and not do too much with it. So, ultimately, Arias singles in. Sano and you have one nothing lead for the twins and then following that Marwin Gonzalez reaches on the fielder's choice throwing error by Nick Madrigal and just like that it's three nothing and how were you feeling at the time we had a brief text exchange where we debated whether or not even coming on tonight if it was going to be a bad loss like that where that felt like it was going to be like a nine to nothing loss very early on but what, what was your emotions going like that uh, when you see the Sox just sort of pissed down their leg in the first couple innings there absolutely furious i could not contain my emotions i was so pissed that the white Sox came out for a big game and did something that they haven't done this whole year with these airs these mental airs like like the the nick magical one i was like what is going on here what are we doing here guys seriously Get your stuff together. And that's Nick Magical's game. He's a mildly glow glover from both last of them. Year. And so, him and Angle. Yeah. You're like, oh, I, out of all the people to be making these plays, like we could have had Nomar Mazzara out there in right field and do that, you know? But it, yeah. it, had, it had that vibe to it like, okay, these guys aren't ready for the moments. Like I was ready to clutch and hold on to my narratives, you know, so tightly. Oh, here we go. They're not ready to be, you know, the, the top dog in the division. But it, not not the case. But yeah, that was, it was an enraging I, inning. I think I texted you. I was like, Twins just got their number. You know, sometimes yep. a team just has your number. And that's what I was thinking at the time. I was like, for nothing, it's going to be hard to come back. You know, they can't see Dick Mountain at all for some damn reason. And then the Twins wanted to give the White Sox every chance in the world. Absolutely. So eventually Giolito gets out of it after committing an error himself, but, mm-hmm. you know, stops the bleeding at three to nothing. So Sox follow up in the third. They can't respond. Uh, They were squaring up Rich Hill pretty nicely, but they just couldn't convert on any opportunities. And then Miguel Sano follows with a solo shot out to left center field, and that thing was crushed. Oh, my God. Um, You you know, every time Miguel Sano comes up, he has sort of you're worried that that's going to happen, and then it happened. Um, So you're starting to think, here we go again. But the Sox, they claw their way back into it. They respond with two runs of their own on a two-run single by Adam Engel. Really nice piece of hitting there by Adam Engel in a big spot. And so far in 2020, the competence of Adam Engel is like a, a, a brief little storyline that, that you know, when the story of the season is told, we're going to talk about how Adam Engel came up offensively and defensively in some big spots all year. Yeah, he's a very competent player now. I remember giving him a 
bunch of crap because, well, firstly, he was playing way too many games, so he get exposed. This is the thing about this team instead of last year. You know, Adam Engel doesn't play that much, and when I actually miss him when he doesn't play because he doesn't get overexposed. Now we got Yomer Sanchez back, and he's a pinch runner and a fifth infielder. The perfect spot for him instead of playing second base for us and getting all those at-bats. Yeah, he played a gold glove second base, but he is not – at the level of a um, competent, good second baseman, especially with the bat last year. And so these guys are where they're supposed to be, in the perfect spots, fourth outfielders, fifth infielders, spot starters, things like that, and you miss them when they're out of the lineup. That's what you're supposed to have. You're supposed to have guys like, okay, the role that you're doing, like Danny Mendick, perfect. When you're out of the lineup, I'll miss you. But when you're in, you're doing a great job. You're just doing exactly what we need. Nothing really spectacular. Just contribute. Don't make the errors. And uh, those two guys and Angle, you know, with the blunder today, kind of messed up. But he made up for it more than made up for it with that RBI single. Absolutely. Two RBI single. Absolutely. And it's one of those instances where – you know, these things don't just happen in a vacuum and they don't happen overnight. Like Adam Engel all of a sudden doesn't watch videotape and he's like, oh, I know how to hit now. This is stuff that that's it's slow roasting, slow cooking for like three years where you're watching guys out there look overmatched and the Sox just, you know, they, they got a guy like Engel and they just keep trotting them out there because they see that there's talent in there. We knew he had it with the glove and I don't know if he'll ever be a 300 hitter at the major league level, but he's... Uh, he's 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 chipping in to a division leading team and he's playing his role very nicely but again these these things happen over years of time so all the, all the shit that Adam Engel got from all of us over the years you know he you know to his credit he's he's turned it and he's he's turned it into gold right now and he's doing his thing out there and you just you you feel pretty safe other than that little blunder he had tonight you feel safe when he's out there in the outfield and between him and Robert and center and right that's a pretty dynamic outfield for the White Sox uh, so. So Giolito eventually settles in and shut the uh, close the book on him. He goes five innings, four hits, four runs, just two of them earned, one walk, and striking out eight. To the sixth inning we go. So Mazzara comes in for Engel, and he leads it off with a single. Madrigal follows up with a single of his own. Tim Anderson flies out. Eloy strikes out swinging. And Herb, we talk about this ad nauseum whenever a situation like this happens late in a ball game who do we want up in a big spot like this who else but jose abreu jose in the air right center ties the ball game a ricochet off the wall and the Sox kept rapping on the door and jose rams it open that's that veteran leadership right there that's that good approach shooting it the other way into the gap i mean it's just jose abreu man he's having the year of his life and i hope they can make it count for him i hope at the end of the year you know he's hoisting that world series trophy because he deserves it for all the bad teams that he's been on and he's playing his best baseball of his career right now Absolutely. And he's showing people who didn't want him back, myself included, that they're fools because he's coming back to being that guy that was the first year player, the rookie of the year when he was here in 2014. And, you know, 2015 wasn't that bad in 16. Also, Um, he's rejuvenated. He's showing everybody that he is an MVP candidate, legitimate. MVP candidate this year getting his just due because he's on a team that's in first place so he'll get a lot of looks especially since there's no judge and Stanton in New York he I think if you look around the American League I mean you know Mike Trout of course is the guy but they're in last place if 
it's Mike Trout's award every year, but they try to give it to somebody else uh, every year. So I think if you're going to give it away to somebody else, Jose Abreu looks like a good guy to give it to. He came up clutch again, and he's knocking the ball out of the park. And like we've already talked about, that defense, too, is much improved. He is the best first baseman, of according to the Fielding Bible and defenses run saved in the American League with four defensive runs saved. Amazing. And how about As the- being the second worst guy in the league last year in defensive runs saved with minus 17. And how about the Sox, by the way, leading the league in defensive runs saved? That's a, that's a stat that surprised me. You never think of the Sox like, you know, you always assume that, okay, this team is going to hit and that's how they're going to win or die. But the fact that they've led the led entire league in defensive runs saved, that was surprising to me. But again, that, that's why they've been successful and that's why they're sitting in first place in the American League Central. So the Twins, obviously, they would answer back. Of course, the leadoff walk starts it all off to Miguel Sano. Marwan Gonzalez moves Sano over to second with the ground out. And then Jake Cave singles home Sano, making it 5-4 to four twins. And then to the seventh we go. You know, Herb, in football you talk about Khalil Mack and defensive coordinators and offensive coordinators alike. They describe Khalil Mack as being a game wrecker. Uh, but I think we finally have our own game wrecker on the south side. There was a hanging, breaking ball, and now it adorns Luis Roberts' home run tree. Bring him home and bring the tie, 5 all. That was the slider that doesn't break. He showed it to McCann, he showed it again, and Luis took it way out. A rocket to center field. The exit velocity on that, I think it's going to say otherworldly. It's a 5-5 game. I have a Polar Express train underneath my Luis Robert home run tree. What about you, Herb? <laughs> There's also a nativity scene down there, but guess what? Instead of baby Jesus, it's Luis Robert. <laughs> that, you think, do you think it's a deciduous tree or is it evergreen? <laughs> I don't know. I like to put fake snow on it, you know, really get crazy. Um, but that look that he that he gave the pitcher after that, after crushing it, knowing he got every single ounce of it, that's mm-hmm. that stare. I don't know if you went back and watched it, but he had that. I just crushed it. And now I'm going to take a take a gander at you and the ball going out to center field there. That just that's one of those things, man. Like you, you jump out of your chair and you start pumping the fist when Luis Robert comes up and does that late in the game. Yeah, Courtney is studying. My girlfriend Courtney's studying from you know law school. She's got um, she's right in the same room as I am usually. And so when he hit that ball, I just let out an audible yeah, <laughs> and because I knew when he just like he got it and he knew it, he posted up. And I can think that Trevor May took exception with Luis just staring at his ball. Hey, man, you hit a ball that far and that hard, stare all you want. You shouldn't do that bullshit cement mixer. <laughs> he murdered that ball. And, yeah, I think Trevor May was just, you know, yapping at him or yapping at himself. He was pissed at somebody. But <laughs> I know he doesn't want any part of Luis Robert. He probably like, ah, I'm mad at him, but I probably don't want to talk too much because oh, I don't oh, know no. that man looked, built like a – a diesel truck a mac truck out there but yeah i watched that multiple times i got the mlb at bat app and they pretty much put up the the replays of home runs pretty quickly and i've watched that like four or five times right after it happened and uh get excited every time orgasmic almost hey so funny thing after the abreu uh double that that tied it you know, my wife's watching 90 day fiance reruns uh or catching up i should say she's on the couch and i got uh, I got the Sox game going on my phone, and when uh, when Abreu hit that game tying double, I just gave it to uh, 
you know, and she's looking at me like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, I miss this. It's been too long since they've been good. And we have a game of consequence tonight against the goddamn Minnesota Twins, who I hate <laughs> still. Um, but yeah, man, it, it's good to have that feeling back, man. Um, while, before we get to, the, to that explosive ninth inning, the bullpen tonight, Herbie, what a job by Jace Fry and Matt Foster once again. Each of them had a scoreless inning. They keep they continue to surprise me. You know, Matt Foster had the one bad outing last week, but he's responded with two back to back outings of of, of 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 shutout ball, and even Jace Fry in a big spot in the ball game where you know he he obviously had the final inning yesterday, but he, but Jace Fry coming in in the middle of the game there, they both did a really nice job uh, holding the Twins right where they were at. Yeah, it was amazing to see that uh, Ricky with the quality call of intentionally walking Nelson Cruz when Jace Fries is out there so Jace Fry can get the lefty-lefty matchup. I mean, it's a no-brainer for most people, but I got to give him credit when he does something right, statistically right, and uh, strategically right. And I was scared, so scared that he was just like, yeah, let Nelson Cruz hit off of Jace Fry. And he didn't. He Jace Fry got the strikeout or got the out after that. I think a strikeout versus a lefty. I'm trying to think of the guy who was after Cruz. It was uh, Eddie Rosario. He looked yeah. really bad today. Cruz with the offer tonight. I mean, how rare is that? Especially in the recent uh, vintage of this Sox Twins rivalry. Uh, Cruz goes over three with a walk, and it just you know, great job by the bullpen tonight. And let's let's get right to it. You know, this is just a great game, back and forth, very tense game. I'm pacing around down here in the basement. So go to the ninth. Abreu leads it off. He grounds out, one away. And then Edwin Encarnacion comes up, and it looked like it's going to be two outs, but not so fast. In the air, he spikes his bat. Oh, it's dropped. Kepler dropped the ball. Edwin only gets to first base, but the Sox will take it. Kepler just had it clang off his glove, and what a turn of events. And the Sox now can pinch run for Encarnacion with Sagerod Dyson. Oh, my goodness. You just absolutely hate to see it. Didn't you feel bad for Max Kepler, Herb? <laughs> oh, man. I, there's nothing I hate more than when Max Kepler makes an error. Oh, my God. Oh. It was so great. I don't know if I'll be I able was... to sleep tonight. I was enjoying it. I was thinking Brant Brown. Uh, oh, hang on. I like, I, we're, we are one and the same. We're like a married couple. Brant Brown drops the oh, ball. No. He drops the no. ball. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, when, when you have two teams like this, you know, one who's the defending champion of the division and the other one is, is nipping at the heels, plays like that, they, they – you can feel it, you know, even with, with no one in the stadium and we're just sitting at home, you could feel it. When you have a team that's like the new version, the 2020 White Sox who capitalize on mistakes and they've got a deep lineup with professional hitters and aggressive hitters, you knew that they were going to pay for that. So after that, James McCann follows up with a single of his own. And then who else? Once again, Luis Robert. Two on, one out for Robert. Line drive, left field toward the corner. That is a fair ball. Up and over the wall, the Sox will take one run. Sanchez scores. Welcome back, Yolmer. Six, five, Sox still going. It's amazing. It's it's as if Luis Roberts getting better. 
You know, he, mm-hmm. he's he's getting better in the situation, and he he just seems it, it seems to be clicking for him right now in what's possibly a, you know the the biggest stretch of the year. You know, it's it's amazing. And again, I I can't believe Luis Robert is on our team, and he bats like sixth or seventh in the lineup every day. So that's the thing. It's like, okay, we're relaxed. All right, man. Uh, McCann was really tough. Who would I got? <laughs> Robert, fuck, damn it, <laughs> I thought we are done, how many guys they got on the team, son of a bitch, and this is a thing I want to say too, Tanny, like we're talking about how Giolito battled through without his best stuff, this is the mark of a good team, when you don't have your best game, like the Sox committed three errors, they left 30 men on base today, Eloy Jimenez was 0 for 5 with 7 men left on base, all the errors that went on today, and they still come out victorious, that is the mark of a good team when you're just, you know, not playing your best and you still find a way down for nothing. Find a way to win. Let's go on the road versus Minnesota. When do we ever do this? Yeah, it certainly feels different. And this team doesn't know any better right now. And the confidence just keeps building and building and building. And I can't wait to see where ultimately it's going to lead them you know again Jason mentioned it a couple times tonight you could tell I was texting with my dad tonight and he's like oh Benetti's funny you know all the things that he's saying about the Sox this year and I was like yeah you can tell Jason Benetti grew up a tortured White Sox fan and his his you know formative years and and his like you know late teens he grew up watching the twins just you know be better than the Sox and one thing that I thought when I was watching this game tonight even though the things looked they got out of hand early and the Sox were down four Never at any point. I don't know if what's what's been going on with the Twins. I know they've been scuffling of late, but just looking at the roster and looking at the lineup, looking at the pitching staff, the White Sox are a better team than the Twins. They are. They are so much better. I'm looking at the Twins and their stats. They have only two guys, Nelson Cruz, of course, and Miguel Sano, that are hitting anywhere near a level where you're like, okay, I'm scared of that guy. Like Everybody else is... 750 OPS OPS and below everybody else. They're just not that great. Even that Arise guy who always gets hits off us, he's a 264 guy. And damn, Max Kepler was like lighting the world on fire. He's leading off on the team. He's hitting 215. He's a bum. F Max Kepler. <laughs> and F that whole team. Forget the Twins. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, the team that showed up in Chicago with bravado and stomp the white Sox out for two for three this is not the same team at least i don't know what happened if the beatings to from kansas city beating them or detroit sweeping them uh, the last series they played they don't have the confidence the cockiness they had last year la bomba squad is like doused Absolutely. And, you know, again, I'm not going to act like I'm surprised because I, I did pick the White Sox to topple the Twins in the division, but they look like a totally different team. And I don't know if it's just a, a confidence thing, like you mentioned, or I don't know, you know, I, they, I think they have the, the numbers now. We know what baseball we're playing with because that was always my caveat when we talked about predictions before everything, before even spring training, when we talked about what the division was going to look like. I was like, oh, I got to know what ball they're playing with because if they're playing with the same ball as last year, then I think the Twins would be the favorite. But, you know, I, I still don't know if they know for sure. Um, but they, they, they certainly kept them in the park tonight and, and credit Lucas Giolito in the bullpen for, for keeping them at bay. But, yeah, this you know, we got a long way to go here. But this team, the Twins team, as it, as it stands right now, it doesn't scare me as much. Uh, you know what? And I don't even know if the Indians scare me that much because – they don't really hit a ton. They can pitch 
awesome, obviously, so you worry about that. But, uh, you know, the Sox, they, they look like top to bottom offense, defense, pitching. They look like they're the class of the division as it sits right now. The White Sox have 16 more home runs than the Twins do right now. They have actually the most home runs in the American League. I'm don't look in the American League. I'm sure it's the whole major league. Nope. Of course, the Dodgers with 68 and the Padres with 67. But then the White Sox are 65. They have a clear lead on the next team by 11 home runs in the American League, and that's the Toronto Blue Jays. So, yeah, what we're seeing of the White Sox being the twins from last year is coming true. They hit more home runs. They hit for a higher average. They get on base more. They're just the offensive team that, you know, the Twins were, and they're picking up the ball. Forget about today's game. We've been talking about how they're much better and one of the best teams, if not the best team in defense this year. So I am just very shocked that the Twins have fallen off so badly, and I'm here for it. And if it's because of the Twins uh, playing other teams not as well and losing some swagger, losing some confidence, I'm here for it. And let's put the nail in their coffin and send those bitches out or maybe send them to a first-round matchup versus the Yankees again so they can get sent out. Or, hell, let us put them bitches out in the playoffs. <laughs> I'm ready for it. We're going to beat Michael Pineda tonight too. Whatever. I don't give a damn. We're going to beat that. I'm not guaranteeing because I don't want my guarantees to be going awry. But I'm feeling good. I'm feeling real frisky about our White Sox after a solid victory, even though they didn't play very well in this game. But Luis Robert, man, that is the story of the game. He is just the words escape. He's a rookie. He's a rookie. He's great. And he's on the White Sox. Just think about that for a second. We got another, what, 10, 15 years of watching this guy play. It's really really amazing. Hopefully. I – Whatever this deal is now, so the eight years, we got that. And I'll take the eight years we got because if he's this good now, I can't imagine when he's going to be at the end of that contract when it's like 31. Oh, maybe God. maybe the Sox will win uh, three straight World Series and he'll need a new challenge and he'll take up uh, basketball. <laughs> I don't know. He'll, he'll probably be great <laughs> at the- that too, yeah. But it, oh yeah, we need him on the football team. So yeah, he takes up that. We need the Bears to win a Super Bowl or two. Absolutely. All right. Before we're gonna wrap this thing up after a word from our friends at Postmates. Hey, when you guys need red wine at 4 p.m., sushi at 9 p.m., a breakfast burrito at 8 a.m., and ibuprofen at 10 a.m., Postmates it. Postmates is your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever kind of delivery service all year round. Anything you're craving, Postmates can deliver. They're the largest on-demand network in the U.S. and offer delivery from all the restaurants, grocery and convenience stores, and traditional retailers you could possibly want or need. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, Postmates will bring you what you need within the hour. No more trips to the store. You don't even have to know where the store is. Postmates will deliver anything to you. Download the app for iOS or Android for free. Browse local restaurants and businesses and track your delivery in real time. And now for a limited time, Postmates is going to give our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use promo code LOCKEDON. That's promo code LOCKEDON for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. Download Postmates and save with code LOCKEDON. All right, wrapping it up here. Sox 8-5 to five winners over the Twins in Minnesota, taking sole possession of first place tomorrow. Actually, if you're listening to this on Tuesday morning, 
Probables tonight, Michael Pineda versus Dallas Keuchel. A quick preview. What do you think about this pitching matchup? Of course, Michael Pineda making his first start of the year for the Twins. That scares me a little bit, but also I'm, I don't think he'll be long for this game. First start of the game, or first start of the year, he'll probably be on a pitch count, 80, 90 pitches and out. And I don't know what the White Sox have done with him historically when he was a Yankee and then last year with the, the Twins, but I don't recall anything uh, untoward where they were either slugging him really hard or getting shut out by him. So I'm expecting Dallas Keiko to have the quality starts like he usually does every time he goes out, giving up three or earn runs or less in six innings. And I'm expecting the White Sox to attack that Twins bullpen. They already got it into it a little bit today with the Tyler Clippers and the Trevor Mays of the world. And I'm looking for the White Sox to win another game and taking the series two games out of three and then having that third game uh, in the pocket and then murdering them on Wednesday too. Absolutely. You know, this, this team is different. We, we hear it. We we're saying it again. If, if any cynical Sox fans are left over and I'm, you know, between the two of us, we're, oh, we, yeah. we can be the most cynical out of all of them. Cause we, you know, we're, we're older than a lot of our, our listener base here. And we've, we've seen a lot of the of Sox teams come and go over the years, but this year just feels a little bit different. And I think as long as they pick the ball up, uh, Tuesday night, Dallas Keuchel should you know he's been rolling, so why why stop now? So I like the pitching matchup for the Sox t- on Tuesday, and we'll see where it goes. Hopefully, pad that division lead again. But that's all I got tonight, Herbie. After a White Sox winner in Minneapolis, feels so good to say that the White Sox are beating the Twins in Minneapolis. Now they're in first place by a full game over the Cleveland Indians, two and a half games over the Minnesota Twins, and this has been locked on Sox. To follow us, it is Ecknerwall23, that is me, and Chris Tannehill is at Chris Tannehill. The show is at Locked on Socks, and we've got a lot of emails in from our Locked on Socks Mailbag Monday episode, which we released this morning, or Monday morning. And so if you want to get in for next Monday's show, it is LockedOnSocks at gmail.com, LockedOnSocks at gmail.com. Already some great questions, comments, and things coming in from this episode we just had. So get your questions in now. You're listening to this on Tuesday. Get your question in now. Send it to LockedOnSocks at gmail.com and make it funny. We'll probably put you on the episode if you are funny. So for Chris Tannehill, my name is Herb Lawrence. Thank you for listening to this glorious and victorious and first place. glorious glorious <laughs> <laughs> our youngsters definitely don't know what that is uh, who cares from the red the black and the, the green, green. <laughs> i can't say it this has been locked on socks <laughs>